Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to the episode of Blurg. Today, somehow, we are discussing the final episode of 30 Rock, a delightful double feature entitled Hogcock slash The Last Lunch. Liz gives us a stark glimpse into our future after a modestly successful entertainment program ends. She immerses herself into the insanity of internet message boards, ultimately getting into a fight with an amazing cheekbone bitch. <laughs> it's Chris, LOL. Jack says, Hogcock? Nah, ass attack. And after becoming everything Upton Sinclair warns us about, prioritizes happiness. Tracy spirals, and not upwardly, because apparently one must specify now, thanks Donaghy, as he copes with Kenneth's new role, while Jenna perfects the exit insult. Then the whole gang gets back together for one last hurrah and a touching musical ode to the rural juror and TGS or whatever. This may be blurg, but these are the best days of our flirm. Let's dive in. <laughs> What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. You can't go in there. I never told you this, but I once came up late at night looking for Jack, and you were in a wedding dress dancing with one of his suits. Mr. Donaghy will see you now. Stay-at-home lemon to what do I owe the pleasure? Did you already run out of things to do today? What? No, you are. It's understandable. For the past seven years, you put out dozens of fires every day, not including the real ones Tracy would set. To keep away Frankensteins, which, as far as we know, work. My point is, you need the outlet. Without work... I have plenty of new outlets. I ran this morning for 30 minutes. Does that include dry heaving? And wet, and sure, okay, I thought I'd have a job right now, but I don't need to work. What about money? You know TGS is only syndicated in Greece. We'll be fine. Chris has gone back to work. He has a degree in ethnomusicology from Wesleyan, so he's a receptionist in a dental office. And I didn't come here looking for something to do. I just thought I would check in on you because you're the emotionally fragile one. Hogcock, which is the combination of hogwash and poppycock. I'm just saying, if my mother told me that everything I had been raised to believe was a lie and then died, I'd be like, so what? Lemon, all Colleen said is that she wanted me to be happy, and obviously I am. Take a look at my new view. From up here, I can see the whole island. A city built on the religion of capitalism, and I am its high priest, looking down on the swinish multitude. And even those who hate me, the unwashed socialist horde, the Occupy Wall Streeters and the beard havers and the bicycle riders, even they must acknowledge me as a god. And this makes you happy? It should. You know, I'm reminded of something Yoda once said. <laughs> oh, dark times are these. Oh, yeah, I mean, you have to be here for a minute. You've never seen this. I know, that's why I offered. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't thinking. What'd you think? It was very sweet. I love that she got in a fight with Chris. I thought everyone did a really good job of saying goodbye in their own way. Tracy with heart and strippers. Jenna with herself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Jack looking really handsome on the boat. <laughs> hama, hama, yeah. <laughs> It's, I was saying haba, <laughs> haba and humdinger. It's like hogwash and j big old cock. Mm, shuttlecock? Shuttlecock. Mm. Poppycock. Poppycock. There yeah. we go. <laughs> poppy, 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 cock, cock, poppy, 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 cock, cock, poppy, 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 cock, cock. Poppycock. We're going to get that video up and rolling any day now. Which one? Of me doing the poppy poppy? <laughs> Just all the time. 
Poppy, Poppy. I know we should have a Nick through the years just doing Poppy, Poppy. Where's that? <laughs> I'd like to see it through the. But we've done this for well through the months. <laughs> Julie, what do you think about it? Satisfying ending, really yeah. good. The last moment was great with Kenneth and the grandchild of Liz Lerman. <laughs> It was so sweet, and it just felt like such a fulfilling finale, and we had everything we needed last week, so it finished on a great note, and this was just the bonus. Let's just remind you what 30 Rock was. Ridiculous, humor-filled, jokes every fucking second, just dense and meaty and delightful and a heart, and oh my God, a suicide scare, and then also just like complete disregard for human emotions while also caring about people. It's just the perfect amalgamation of everything we knew and love. And then when Pete tried to escape... Paula was like, get in get the in car. The, car. <laughs> the blimpies thing, lots, the female writer finally speaking for a second. There's so many little lovely she's notes. Away that I don't really enjoy that people talk like that. <clears throat> yeah, she was, it was like the pitch perfect thing with that one girl who like didn't really speak at all. And she, a couple of my friends, when they're in like a deep emotional state or they have like a trigger of whatever mental illness that they have, um, they'll get into like a really quiet speaking. And I was like, if you need a moment to compose yourself so you're audible, that's fine. Let's just take a break. Just say that. But then I'll also be like sundowning here and I'm like, power through. And you guys are like, just say if you're getting nonverbal. I'm like, mm, mm, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> so like ask for help. I think what 30 Rock taught me is to ask for help. And that if you rely on a white man after seven years, they'll be like opposite. <laughs> Best of luck. White men are the worst. I know. Although Tracy's not very great. <laughs> men in general just like struggle. To do well. But 30 Rock has never struggled to be amazing. We'll see how many gemstones, but it's going to be a lot. I can't wait. I think we could buy a boat and follow around Jack and just be like, oh my God, you're so hot. Permission to, permission to board? <laughs> it's like our flag means death. Have you seen that show? So gay. And Emma's husband is currently obsessed with Shark Tank, so maybe the clear dishwasher could go on there. Oh, yeah. He asked if there'd ever been a Shark Tank crossover onto 30 Rock. <laughs> <laughs> or, I, so. I don't think they or really aligned. Or anything, timeline-wise. Yeah. I don't know. Shark Tank seems like it's been on forever. <laughs> well, it's because it's been on all day, every day in your house. Because <laughs> Phil is watching every season ever. And I hope he agrees with me that Mark Cuban is the best shark. Oh, yes. I think and then Damon. <laughs> Damon. And then Lori, but seeing her with her hair and the dresses she makes herself, like, ugh. <laughs> But she has the most patents of anyone. She's made the most money of anyone because of the scrub daddy and the squatty patty. The scrub daddy. I saw that. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm allergic to show's ending. I can't. That's why I didn't watch Shit's Creek for so long. I just can't. My body is oh my rejecting God. the finality of life. Phil, please and join the show. us. We are discussing who's the best shark on Shark Tank. Hi, sharks. <laughs> Did you ever need a baby? I need a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is the shark you would want the most? I mean, Mark Cuban. That part. Or maybe Robert. <gasps> I was trying to tell it to Emma. She didn't know who Robert was yet. He's, he's a well-dressed little elf man. <laughs> That's right. Who was you happily just married gay. until whoops, he went on Dancing with the Stars and fell in love with his partner, really? Kim, and divorced his wife, and now they have twins. <laughs> Straight Wait, sex scandal. So now he's gay? No, he no, that was a just woman my, from Dancing with the Stars. Oh, <laughs> that was my hypothesis. Yeah, I heard that he just had twins. I was like, huh, I seem old for that. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Men can not keep as doing old it. as Robert. Cuban. I know, or Al Pacino. The, uh, the diaper cream applicator. Aww. He's the fitness guy, though, right? Like they're like, we need somebody to try out this it's standing surfboard. Yeah. He's the one they know they won't break. 
You know, my favorite part <laughs> is when Mark Cuban's like, I want to put a 20 second shot clock. And people are like, I'll take it. Yeah. And Robert's like, I want to put a shot clock on it. And they're like, does anyone else? I know. <laughs> and he's like, I gave you what you wanted, exactly what you asked for. Exactly. And now you're negotiating for more. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's crazy. And you just don't seem very powerful, Robert. You just don't seem very powerful. No. No, if only Uncle Nick had the, Nick had the script up. I've got it right now. Uncle Nick. Liz Lemon Crossway, Melly. Yes. So we morning in the Chris Cross household. <laughs> the Lemon Cross. Liz Lemon Cross family. Let's not be late. Janet, shoes and socks. Okay, let go of the comic books. I'm trying to get your jacket on. Chris, shoes and socks. Chris is wearing a suit, but you guessed it. No shoes or socks. Let's go, let's go. No, don't forget these the sandwiches. Just because you hate them. Mwah. Mwah. Have All a right. good day. Have a fun at home. <laughs> He's Italian now. <laughs> Our rebrand for the final episode. She closes the door and sighs. Oh, she pulls out her computer. Any recommendations for the best place to buy a girl's bike on the Upper West Side? She's eight. She does look a little lost in the clock ticking. She's like, there's silence. What do I do with myself? I'm going to engage on the internet. I'm sorry, what's a girl's bike? Is that like a girl doctor? Go back to Saudi Arabia, Hitler. <laughs> You're buying a bike but not a helmet? The heels were oh, the heads. The heads where the child's brain is. <laughs> Why don't you get educated, double Hitler? I was gonna buy a helmet. Helmets inhibit brain development. You might as well give your darling child vaccines, which show, which studies show, cause homosexuality. So what? My two-year-old is super gay, and we love him more than a straight child because he doesn't rape. <laughs> <laughs> that is like so very much the internet. <laughs> Everything's wrong and everyone's mad and everyone's Hitler, who apparently, much like golf now, comes from Saudi Arabia. They're trying to get tennis, too. All these they tennis have all the money. It's because of the human rights violations and the oil. I know. They shouldn't have the money. No. Ace of Descents. That's bad. You're good. <laughs> so Jackson is often. Gentlemen, yesterday I moved Cable Town customer often? service. Is that like when your workplace becomes the You're death coming. of you? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I think that's fun. We just made something fun. Asa will never believe it. Gentlemen, yesterday I moved Cable Town's customer service to a part of India that has no phones. We're now providing the same level of service to our subscribers at zero the cost. This is the Six Sigma Wheel of Domination. It's a motivational tool I use back at GE, and we'll be replacing Cable Town's kitten and spaghetti. <laughs> Once the circle is completely filled in, we'll be a perfect company. Did you see everything that was on the Six Sigma Wheel of Domination? No, I I've did on the right other here. one, on the Wheel of Happiness. Don't you worry. See how different we are. <laughs> um, yeah, because I don't care about happiness. That's what losers do. I'm very much Colleen Donaghy before she went gay. When she had teeth. Okay, okay. so there's a horizontal integration that includes handshakefulness and Bladoria and Frankels. <laughs> We've got diagonal integration, which includes correlations. You've got brand penetration, which includes brutality and insight. Diversification. Uh, which includes correlation of oversee earning report and teamwork, vertical integration, leverage disintermediate paradigms and synergize backward overflow, synergism, which is golf, pause men's, recapitulated integration, synergized mindshare classification. This is not as fun as I thought it would be. Innovation, <laughs> which includes upward revenue stream dynamics and ification, which includes finular analysis. How fun. Sounds amazing. It's really cool. So glad you took the time to write all that down. I <laughs> just looked up a picture. <laughs> so that's all we needed to do. <laughs> so then an old white dude's like, and they'll be able to get even better trophy wives. Half Asian ones. Um, boo. 
So now there's like a phone bank. So it's not just Donath, it's not just Jonathan, and he's like Don Geis and Jonathan. Uh, leading up to Jonathan's desk, there's like a bunch of people in little makeshift cubicles. Um, he's apparently gone up in the world. Uh, anyway, you can't go in there. That's I never Jonathan. told you this, but I once came up at late night looking for Jack, and you were in a wedding dress dancing with one of his suits. Mr. Donaghy will see you now. <laughs> Stay at home, Lemon. To what do I owe the pleasure? Did you already run out of things to do today? <laughs> what? No, you are. It's understandable. For the past seven years, you put out dozens of fires every day, not including the real ones, Tracy would say. To keep away Frankenstein's, which, as far as we know, worked. My point is, you need an outlet. Without work. Uh, yeah, she just needs a fight club like last time, when she was on sexual sabbatical, for what she did to Jeffrey Fingerslave. Wiener slave. Wiener slave, sorry. <laughs> finger, we were talking about someone getting fingered, though. You have been though. talking about it all day. Well, okay, I've been talking about fingered, but then there was also a linky card that was talking about fingering, too. True. It's the theme of today. What kind of fingering? <laughs> a butter fingering? Yeah. I have plenty of new outlets. I ran this morning for 30 minutes. Does that include dry heaving? And wet. <laughs> and sure, okay, I thought I'd have a job right now, but I don't need to work. What about money? You know, TGS is only syndicated in Greece. And then over the fart doctor sketch, someone speaks in Greek, expectedly. We'll be fine. Chris has gone back to work. He's a degree in ethnomusicology from Wesleyan, and so he's a receptionist. In a dental office. I wonder if he is at the same dental office that she went where she found Wesley. Everything circle backs. Future husband. Foot cycle. Gangway for foot cycle. So much funnier when I do it. No one don't do it. I thought you would get intimidated by my talent and feel the need. Anyway, and I didn't come here looking for something to do. I just thought I would check on you because you're the emotionally fragile one. Hog cock. Which is a combination of hogwash and poppycock. And the goal at every Pride event. I'm just saying, if my mother told me that everything I'd been raised to believe was a lie and then died, I'd be like, say what? Lemon, all Colleen said is that she wanted me to be happy. And obviously, I am. Take a look at my new view. From up here, I can see the whole island. A city built on the religion of capitalism. And I'm its high priest. Looking down on the swinish multitude. Is that right? Swinish? Swinish? Swinish, yeah. Piggy bitches. And even those who hate me, the unwashed socialist horde, the Occupy Wall Streeters and the beard havers and the bicycle riders, even they must acknowledge me as a god. <laughs> and this makes you happy? It should. You know, some, I'm reminded of something Yoda once said. No, no. Mm, dark times are these. <laughs> dark times are these. <laughs> That's what it is. Mine just sells street meats um, on the street. Normal. <laughs> but about. It's our last bit of a bow. Probably not. We're going to have some sort of bonus episode. Well, yeah, we're stuff. still going to have some stuff, but we're not going to act out the bit of a bow. You never know. Well, we could. You're right. Things can happen. So Kenneth is uh, talking to several men and says, Nakamura-san, we at NBC would love to adapt your game show for American audiences, but we thought maybe contestants could win money instead of penis punches. <laughs> and they say no. Yo, Ken, I need you to do something for me. Ken. Trey, Ken can't do stuff for you anymore. He's president of the network now. So he promised he'd always be there for me, no matter what. Sometimes things change. And yet you still say stupid stuff to me all the time. And suck at carrying boxes. <laughs> and he pushes the box out of Dotcom's hands. Hey, Kenneth, just thought I'd come up and say hi to the new president of NBC. Well, can I get you anything? He gestures to a drink cart. Chickpeas, moonshine, turtle meat. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm good. You know, I was with NBC for seven years, and even though right now I'm concentrating on being a mom. You've always had the body for it. <laughs> at some point down the road, I do plan on getting back to work. Well, I hope it's with NBC because we have hiring quotas. Okay. Well, I actually think there might be a show in my life. You know, a woman writer living in New York. Oh, I'm sorry. Woman, writer, New York. Those are all on my list of TV no-no words. Which include conflict, urban, woman, divorce, shows about shows, writer, Justin Bartha, <laughs> dramedy, New York, politics, high concept, complex, niche, quality, edgy, blog, and moral characters. Which is funny because he's an immortal character. Hilarious. <laughs> See, I think audiences just want to laugh and forget about their problems when they watch TV. They don't want to watch some angry New York cranky pants make that make that face. Exactly. I want to make shows that people actually want to watch. Shows where a guy gets a drink thrown in his face and then he turns to his dog and says, don't even say it to his dog. Oh, my God. How fun. Okay. Well, I think TV can be successful without sacrificing quality. <sighs> oh, okay. Quality is on there. Yeah, wow. Okay, well, if that's what you want, maybe I shouldn't bring my ideas to NBC. I'll go to cable where you can swear and really take time to make a moment land. Immediately goes into the next scene, which is Jenna marching into the writer's room. You won't believe what just happened to me. I was throwing a tantrum in the makeup room. Where's my color? I will have you queens fired. I will tell the other gays you're real agents. I'll be ignored by my friends. No one paid any attention to... Stop ignoring me! There's this is an actor announcement. Frank, who's wearing a hat that says Taco Robot, the show's over, so you're not technically an actor anymore. How dare you, you rotting pair. I know it's the first one, but this is, I think, my favorite insult that she gives to the rest. We'll, like, rank them at the end. I will stop being Don't an actress worry. when the earth stops spinning on Kabbalah Monster's fingernail. The only thing that's stopping the show, that's the only thing that's stopping is the show. It's beneath me, and from now on, Jenna Maroney only plays dramatic roles. Goodbye forever, you reject dildos. Okay, so between factory reject, right, reject, reject dildos and rotting pear, which one wins? Factory reject dildos. Rotting pear. It's rotting pear. You're holding a baby, you have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say dildos while holding And we'll just keep going. We'll put rotting pear against the next one and just keep going. That's how we used to do the tweets. Okay. <laughs> Memories. Mr. Donaghy. Inga, you have to warn me when we have an important guest. I'm afraid I'm going to have to spank you again. Gross. <laughs> Stupid John. <laughs> Kenneth, I need your advice. Sir, I know this is my office, but it would make me more comfortable if we switch places. Kenneth, I've been thinking about something a lot lately. Something that's never bothered me until now. Me too. Where are all the baby pigeons? Happiness. I'm starting to wonder if I'm happy. Well, sir, if you have to ask, then you're not. It's like when a pig says, if I can communicate with you telepathically, do I have a soul? And then you're like, no, duh, into the slaughtering chute, which is also produced by Kathy Guys. Terrible. If you're right, I have a problem, and every problem can be solved. As I was taught at Six Sigma, analyze, strategize, succeed. A-S-S. A-S. I'm going to crush this problem with my ass. Uh, I love one. Donaghy gets business gay. It's like Jenna's business slut. It's just so sexually fulfilling. So Tracy's talking to Inga. Tracy Jordan to see Kentucky Derby. Mr. Parcell's in a meeting. I see. Very well. Tell him Tracy came by <laughs> from his promise. That's Tracy. T as in drink. The drink. R as in the pirate noise. A as in the Fonzie noise. C as in sea monster. <laughs> Why, as in why do we even make friends if they're going to let you down when we need them the most? Last name, Jordan. J, as in af I'm afraid of birds. 
<laughs> so Liz is at home. She's typing. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and they use all the little acronyms. So she's a SOM. I'm a stay-at-home mom who until recently had a high-pressure job. Any advice on dealing with that transition? I put all my work energy into parenting. My kids hate me, which gives me more parenting to do. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of listening to you stay-at-home moms whine. Try to be a working parent. I did, but I got fired. For stupidity. I'd switch places with any of you, and I have amazing cheekbones. Original poster. For your information, some people like work. Really? You like having 40 emails from Jerry, all with a red explanation point? They're all urgent, Jerry? Because some people think that work can be fulfilling and validating. For example, the rapper T.I., who wrote the words, better get on your job, tell him. Haters get on your job, nougats. At least I think he was saying nougats. We'll just move past that. Well, I don't know what to say. I guess some people are idiots. Bitch, you are on my last nerve. Then what do you want to do with something about it? Gladly. Then why don't you do something about it? Gladly, friendo. Riverside Park, Hippo Playground, 10 minutes. Perfect. I take my darling children there all the time. I'll be the one... I'll be the one wearing a purple sweater and wrapping a baby swing around some skank's neck. So Jack has turned the Six Sigma wheel of um, domination into happiness. Into happiness. And what are those categories? Um, and he's like, it's time for an ass attack. Well, they come one at a time. So he starts with work and Cabletown shares closing at a new high today. CEO Jack Donaghy, who rang the opening bell last week, has emphasized the growth potential in... He flips in the work one. Yeah. Ah! Karate dude. Chop, chop, chop. He flips him, slaps him. Ha! Now I'm the sensei. <laughs> the parking... The, the pie space... The parking space close to the door is now mine. He fills in hobbies. Um, and then Liddy comes up, because she's apparently still a thing, and <laughs> holds a world's greatest dad mug. What do we have here? Family. Checked off. Jack comes upon a sleepy man on the street, picks him up, takes him in. Next thing we see him on TV. Joining us this hour is my new co-host, the Colonel. Looks like another Looks cold like one today in the Midwest. Yeah, so bundle up, everyone. And if you can't, get hit by a car. You're going to spend a couple days in the hospital, and they'll give you soup. He fills in the, pan- the philanthropy. Then there's an all-back choir singing this little light of mine. And the last member is Jack. <laughs> So he fills in faith. Then he's talking with Julianne Moore. Nancy, I know this is unconventional, but I really think a group relationship could work. What you're proposing is a sin, Jack, but she is wicked hot. Elisa, what do you say? She's on Zoom. I think Skype back then. Was it would thing. have to be a conjugal visit because I'm in a Puerto Rican jail. Mm. <laughs> so then the director from Nermal and whatever that Icelandic dark movie was that she was in. <laughs> Jenna, thank you so much for doing this. Wasn't he also the one for the Connecticut one? Or was he not? Connecticut what? I heard Connecticut. It started as oh, like maybe. Slaughterface, but then it became I Love Connecticut. And he did the commercial with Tracy with the one shot. <laughs> that part, yeah. <laughs> Skills. Line. <laughs> <laughs> what a thrill. Oh, I'm just so glad to finally return to my true labs. Dramatic acting and sex crimes. Yeah, well, this first scene is super simple. Munch and Finn find your body. How excited were you? SVU, 30 Rod crossover? I know. Recently departed Richard Belzer. Yeah. Wait, what? I die? Didn't you get the rewrite? But if I'm dead, how can I become a recurring character? And if I'm not a recurring character, how will I get away with horrible stuff like this? Slap some random bitch. And then up comes Richard Munch, smacks the same guy in the back of the head. (laughs) Let's do this. That's what I was about to say. Let's do it. Slate it. And action. Bum, bum. Where it is, cleaning lady founder. 
early this morning. Oh, I'm still alive. Who else had access? Ow, my foot hurts, but I'm okay. <laughs> I think this injury has given me crime-solving powers. It's the law and order, colon, mind beauty. I'm done. Who is this chick? <laughs> Jenna enters the writing room. All television is beneath me. I will only do cinema. Frank is rolling a car back and forth with uh, Lutz. No one cares, Jenna. I'm going to the City of Angels, a veterinary hospital where I get dog sedatives that help me relax when I fly. Then I'm flying to Los Angeles. Goodbye forever, you soup line at a gay homeless shelter. So, rotting pear or soup line at a gay homeless shelter? Rotting pear. It's yeah. rotting pear. It's the, we'll just spoil alert, it's the winner. So we walk into the park and we see Chris pacing back and forth. Christopher Rick Cross, are you kidding me? Liz, you don't want to be here right now because I got to smack that woman in the face. Chris, you're here to fight me. I'm the original poster. Oh my God, since when do you listen to T.I.? <laughs> that message board is for moms. I thought you were a lady. You said you had amazing cheekbones. Um, <laughs> he does. Cross, what are you doing here? I don't know. I just hate being at work. Sitting at a desk makes me crazy. So I keep getting up and getting coffee. And I'm all jittery and weird and bird. <laughs> <laughs> so you hate work? And this mom came in with her kids to see Dr. Emily and I was so jealous of her. Her kids were so bored. I just want to jump over that divider and play waiting games with them. Like carpet adventure. Oh, or that one where your hands are spiders. Hand spiders. Yeah, so I hate work. And evidently, you uh, miss it. I know. I'm a terrible mother. Oh my God. If you were a dude, you would not even be thinking that. It's okay to want to work. One of us has to. We just got it backwards. You're the dad. I do like ignoring your questions while I try to watch TV. Exactly. I should be the one staying at home. You should be in an office. That's how our family's supposed to work. Except I don't have an office. I don't have an office to go back to. <laughs> I simply don't. <laughs> well, pitch something to Kenneth. Like I don't know a show about a dentist's office with a sassy hygienist says things like, "I'm turning thirty again." I will miss Tyrell. <laughs> He's the funniest person. That crisscross. I just love him so much. <laughs> You know, that's exactly the kind of garbage that Kenneth is looking for. And for the sake of my family, I'm going to give it to him. High five. Low five. <laughs> Damn it. Why'd I get such a loud pacemaker? Trey, Kenneth is not coming. <laughs> you think I don't know that? When I went up to Ken's office earlier, I saw him schedule. I saw his schedule on his assistant's porn box. You mean computer? Whatever. He doesn't have any meetings. He's avoiding me. What am I? My son's piano recital? Put yourself in Kenneth's shoes. I can't. He's not here. Stop torturing me. He's running the network. He doesn't need you asking him for stuff. Whatever you need, I, we can do it. Unless you need us to hate this new Taylor Swift album. That girl has feelings. You're wrong, Dotcom. What I need, only Kenneth can do. Only Kenneth. We were doing just fine before Kenneth ever got here. Just fine. You wanted to see me, sir? Kenneth, since we last spoke, I've been in a spiral. An upward spiral. Oh, that's not a thing. Neither is talking to neither is taking two Catholic beauties into a delicious vanilla caramel sex world, but I did it. And I got rid of their accents. Oh, Jack, porking in that prison basement was wicked awesome. Oh, thank you, you two, for blowing, blowing my brains out. Blowing my brains. Doesn't <laughs> sound good to me either. Sex stuff. <laughs> so who's happy now, Parcel? Well, if you have to ask the question... And answer it. I am. You string cheese with a tooth stuck in it? <laughs> Rotting pear or string cheese with a tooth stuck in it? Well, Kenneth is a yeah, piece of string I cheese like string with a tooth stuck <laughs> Well, then smile, Mr. Donaghy. I am smiling. So the evil white guy says, Jack, you are going to love this, you magnificent bastard. 
Someone leaked your new salary. Occupy Wall Street is having a conniption. Really? They burned you in an effigy. The hair went up like a Roman candle. And the Democrats didn't even know what to do with themselves. Look at this jackass. It's Nancy Pelosi. Jack Donaghy is an economic war criminal. The Democratic Party controlled Congress. I would see to it that he was punished in the worst way possible by having to come down here and listen to us. The white guy says, God, I feel like I have a macro penis right now. Jack stares at the board and erases the pie for work. Liz Lemon, how funny. I was planning to call you and now here you are. Now about our conversation earlier. Yes, about that. You know, I've been thinking and you were right. America doesn't want to see me. America wants to see John Hardly. He loves his family, but he hates the rat race. He's hardly working. I'm so sorry. Pass. <laughs> but I do have something you'd be perfect for. One last chance for TGS to make America say, what? Why? Well, it turns out, what are you talking about? Well, it turns out Mr. Jordan's TGS contract has some rather unusual clauses. And I don't mean those two Santas I saw kissing on the subway. <laughs> it's fewer than 150 episodes of if. Fewer than 150 episodes of TGS are produced in total. Mr. Jordan shall be paid a penalty of $30 million. So? Miss Lemon, TGS has done 149 shows. So we're going to need you to go ahead and do one more. I need a job, Kenneth. Not one more episode of TGS. You are contractually required to write and produce all episodes of TGS. So see you tomorrow. Wow, you've really changed, Kenneth. I don't think so. You look nice today. You shut your chin slit. <laughs> so string cheese with the tooth in it or chin, chin slit. slit. <laughs> wow. Chin slit? Chin slit. Chin slit. Yeah. Chin slit. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Jenna, you've been friends with Lemon for a long time. She and I had an argument yesterday. Really? Did this scream in your face? Did you pin her up against the wall? Were your shirts wet with rain? I mean, obviously, we've had disagreements before, but this feels different. After tonight, I feel like Lemon and I could go our separate ways and never see each other again. Is that crazy? Not really. You know Liz. She can hold a grudge. She did want me to cancel Top Chef because Colicchio's lunch place changed the toppings on her favorite salad. And with people, forget about it. She's never stayed friends with an ex. When Conan dumped her, she dropped him forever. Hey, Liz. Come on, you can't pretend I don't exist. We dated for a year. We were gonna lose our virginity to each other. Now I'll never lose it. And her friends? She'll cut people off for doing nothing. I'm afraid to even tell her that I Frenched her dad on New Year's. I don't know what to do. I've lost so much already. The past few months have been really hard. And now Lemon. Did the doctor that prescribes your antidepressants go to jail too? You see, I don't have that many people in my life. I spent Christmas alone in the Hamptons, drinking scotch and throwing firecrackers at Billy Joel's dog. <laughs> I'm just in a really bad place, and I don't know how much more I can take. Ah! Daddy, please don't cry. <laughs> so Jenna gets off the plane with a dog and a Starbucks in hand. And in the Los Angeles airport, everyone is blonde and gorgeous and boobed. Yeah. Even the like janitor is gorgeous. They're windblown. All queen cards. Queen cards. My boob and booty hot. Not like Jada. I'm star, 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 queen card. And then Sari is wearing a brown wig. Excuse me, ma'am. Do you need a wheelchair to baggage claim? Shut it down. <laughs> she gives her the dog. And, and then goes around. back on the plane. I will return to my first love, Broadway. 
You Eastern European knockoff Mr. Potato Heads. Chinslet or Eastern European knockoff Potato Heads? Chinslet, obviously. Chinslet. I like the Mr. Potato, but we'll go with Chinslet. Well, you're wrong. All right, well, that's fair. Majority rules. Why haven't you come to see me? Why didn't you return any of my calls? I tried, sir, but no one answered. I'm Tracy Jordan. I don't answer phones. Kenneth, you once made me a promise that you would always be there for me. I know. I'm sorry. I would never break a promise. Good, because I need you to do something for me. Of course. Just name it. Kenneth, I need you to take back your promise. Sir? I know what it is to blow up overnight, and I'm not talking about my gout. When I got big, a lot of people from my past wanted stuff from me, and, well, I don't want to be that person for you. So, like the snakes I kept in my dressing room, I release you. Mr. Jordan, thank you, sir. Hugs. Big hug. I think I'm going to need a tissue. <laughs> Am I supposed to drop this on the floor? <laughs> and while we're naming things, my car ran out of gas on the Long Island Expressway. Yes, sir. So then there's car horns honking. Okay, Jack. <laughs> Liz enters Jack's office. Okay, Jack, I need a job. I'm looking for six figures. Eight if you count the cents, which I felt for once before. Not cool, the gap. I'd love to help you, Lemon, but I don't think I can. I resigned as the CEO of Cable Town an hour ago. What? Why? Because I felt nothing. I got the job. I pissed off my enemies. Pelosi, Maddow, Baldwin. Should have been the greatest moment of my life. No, no, no. Eyes off the window. Focus on women. What am I going to do now? I could try to help you make some calls and see what bridges I haven't burned, but I'm not going to for your own good. Work is never going to make you happy, Lemon, and anyone who tells you differently is a fool. Are you kidding me? What have we been talking about for the last seven years? I don't know. For the first time in my life, I don't know what I need. Maybe I'll... My boat. Oh, my God. The whole time you've been telling me how to run my life, you didn't know what you were talking about. You're just an alcoholic with a great voice. Careful, Lemon. You're playing with fire. Careful, Lemon. Careful, Lemon. You're playing with fire. You made me buy into this whole life. When I met you, I was perfectly happy with what I had, eating night cheese and transitioning my pajamas into day wear. You're the one who told me to want more. And now when I need you most, you're bailing on me? You're an adult, Lemon. You didn't have to listen to me. Really? When was that an option? Look, if you want someone to blame, blame yourself. You're the one who wormed your way into my brain with your endless hanging and feelings. I used to be a shark, and then you unsharkulated me. I called you up here for one meeting seven years ago, and you kept coming up. So we ruined each other. Good to know. You know it's for the best, that my show is over and you've quit, and we're all going our separate ways. I guess you and I were just a Boston's employee, and now we're not anymore. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> You're no longer special to him. Get out. Get out of our lives. <laughs> Could you help on that, Pete? This last episode is going to be a hot mess. How so? If TGS doesn't do one more show, Tracy gets $30 million. Oh, NBC, the same company that suggested we get flush buddies to save water? Liz, Tracy has landed. Of course he has, because if he didn't... He'd be in breach of contract and wouldn't get the money. Which means he's going to f try to find another way to ruin the show. Seven years and Tracy never changed. Well, people are who they are. This is Dan <laughs> Silversmith with Carolina Mutual. I can't talk right now. I'm with another customer. But whatever sideways nonsense Tracy tries to pull, I'm going to hold him down. I'm going to hold him down like that machine Kathy Geis invented <laughs> that hugs old people. So then they show Kathy Geis, who is dressed like Temple Grandin, using the device that Temple Grandin created to keep cows calm as they go into the slaughter. Mm-hmm. It hugs an older woman, but I think it breaks her neck and she dies. Yep. Whoops. This is going to change elder care forever. Cracks her neck. Whoops. Nope. 
<laughs> oh, I tooted. You did? Yeah, it was so funny. Just like a baby. Uh, hello, Tracy. So one last show. Pretty crazy, huh? Indeed, Elizabeth. I hope. Indeed, Elizabeth. I hope nothing goes wrong. Why would it? I mean, you're here fulfilling your contract. Sure am, LL. The only thing that can stop this show is an act of God. Or if some genius figured out a way to stall just long enough, and then Lauren Michaels shows up, and I was just playing on a different monitor. monitor. No, nice try. Get that out of here. It's a final showdown, Trey. You're going to have to do better than that. The night is young, and neither are you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, everybody, for coming in on such short notice. I know some of you have already gotten other jobs. Not me. It's... It's uh, Vandersloot, who's pregnant wearing a Hooters costume for no reason. Anyway, we've been given a second chance to end this night on our terms. So, what are we going to order for our last lunch? Momofuku. Guy Fieri's restaurant. Ironically. Nothing, thank you. Suri, whose turn is it to order lunch today? Who's the picker? You picked last time, Liz, so alphabetically after lemon comes. Oh, no. (sighs) Bana. Bana. They turned to lunch. Blimpies. Uh, no. Come on, let's let's solve this, Frank. Um. So Liz goes into her office. Jack is also there. Hello, Lemon. What are you doing here? I thought you. Wait. Yeah. No, that's all you. Hello, Lemon. What are you doing here? I thought you quit. In the cushions of my couch, I found this customer loyalty card to a place called Blazer Bar, and I assume it's yours. Thank you. It's Manhattan's largest out-of-business women's blazer dump. Look, I didn't like the way things ended yesterday. Yeah, I got a lot of work to do. I'm sorry we argued, but I'm not myself lately. I quit a job I worked my entire life to get, and now I feel adrift. No, we are not doing this. Today is the last TGS ever. The point is, I'm going away, probably for a long time. I assume that's code for a billionaire soul-searching trip to Tan Penis Island. We're at the end here, Lemon. We shouldn't hold grudges. She is holding a grudge, and she is typing fiercely, like Anna Kendrick. For your information, most of Tan Penis Island was destroyed in Sting's house fire. Um, so, <laughs> on the television, um, Al Roker is saying, our urge to take this storm, this severe storm, seriously. Hey, where are you guys going? The crew's like, sorry, Liz, we got to get out of here before the roads close. There's a snow cane coming. All of New York State, especially Midtown Manhattan, between Saks Fifth Avenue and the Variety Deli. I know, that's right where we are. According to the National Weather Service, you should, and I quote, leave work, get in your purple Bentley, and be home with your sharks before the tri-state area gets slammed. By what they're calling snow cane white lady, name like Dorva or something. Everyone, get back to work. What did you do to Al Roker to make him do that? Let's just say his wife is on the board of a children's hospital and needed a celebrity to host their gala, and I threatened to do it. Do you understand how selfish you're being? Our crew has been together for seven years, and tonight is everyone's chance to say goodbye. I mean, but they also cut them all... And we're using scabs instead of the real crew. So they already set them all adrift. 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 Tonight is everyone's chance to say goodbye. So get up on that stage and cut the BS. But I promised Barbara Streisand that I would never stab her again. (laughs) That's fun. Jenna, you've been friends with Lemon for a long time. She and I had an argument yesterday. Really? Did Liz scream in your face? Did you pin her up against a wall? Were your shirts wet with rain? (laughs) I mean, obviously, we've had disagreements before, but this feels different. After tonight, I feel like Lemon and I could go our separate ways and never see each other again. Is that crazy? Not really. You know Liz. She can hold a grudge. She, she didn't want me... She She did want me to cancel Top Chef because Calicchio's lunch place changed the toppings on her favorite salad. And with people? Forget about it. 
She never stayed friends with an ex. When Conan dumped her, she dropped him forever. So they're in an elevator. They'd lead us to believe, but it's actually just a really poor green screen. Hey, Liz. Come on, you can't pretend I don't exist. We dated for a year. We're going to lose our virginities to each other. Now I'll never lose it. Who is Conan O'Brien and why is she so sad? <laughs> and her friends, she'll cut people off for doing nothing. I'm afraid to even tell her that I Frenched her dad on New Year's. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. I've lost so much already. The past few months have been really hard and now lemon. Did the doctor that prescribed your antidepressants go to jail too? See, I don't have that many people in my life. I spent Christmas alone in the Hamptons, drinking scotch and throwing firecrackers at Billy Joel's dog. <laughs> Just in a really bad place, and I don't know how much more I can take. <laughs> Daddy, please stop crying. <laughs> okay, how about this? Yesterday, a bunch of us came in to clean our desks, and more than half of us, yes, a quorum, and you weren't there, Lutz. And lunch rule precedent stipulates that disputes will be resolved by picking a new aim. Two for the can. Gladly. What, what the, the hell? It stuck to me. Oh, God, and it's Lutz. Why is it so sticky? I wrote it on flypaper. I'm five steps ahead of you, you sons of bitches. Blimpies. Liz, have you seen Jack today? No. He just came into my dressing room and started crying. He's in a really bad place, like when Mickey Rourke and she totally fleabags. Okay, I can't do this anymore. I never met Mickey Rourke. What do you want me to do, Jenna? Shut down the show to make Jack feel better about bailing on me? I'm just really worried, and if you won't do anything, I will. So Kenneth comes in. On behalf of the network, Miss Maroney, I think you should sing at the end of the show tonight. Wonderful. I'll need ten pianos. Good luck with them. Jake? Does everybody have to be crazy today? Jack is super crazy. Beloved co-workers. Oh, life, it goes by so fast. We barely look at each other. I didn't realize all of this was going on. Goodbye. Goodbye, world. Goodbye, long-haired guy. Goodbye, Richard Esposito. Go home to your wife and your eight beautiful children. He's gay. You're also beautiful. What the what? And uh, then what? Well, the, guys, yeah. I know I don't normally say much, but what woman speak? Well, officially the show was canceled two weeks ago, so isn't this technically season eight? Which means we start over at the beginning of the alphabet. So the new picker is me. What? No, let's isn't first. Gives him his chart, his hiring folder. You change your name to Aardvark? That's insane. Shh, shh. I share a gentle kiss. When he whispers, puppies. Oh. Kenneth's coming in. So have you picked out a song for tonight, Miss Maroney? A perfect song. As I'm sure you know, I've returned to my first love, Broadway. And Broadway. Music Broadway. Do you want to do all the lines? No, just the <laughs> <laughs> And a musical adaptation of the film of the novel, The Roadrunner. I'm sorry, the what? At the end of Act Two, my character, Constance Justice, sings the title song. It's a tearful goodbye to her true love, Norman Blurter, the Roger. <laughs> Sounds emotional. Listen to this. I will never forget you, Roger. Nice. Thank you. What? What is that face? What? What is that face? I don't know, Miss Maroney. It just seems like you're facing it. Faking it. Well, of course I am. I'm an actor. And acting is all cheap tricks that any child or monkey could do. To act drunk, you just wear two different size heels. And to cry, you just clutch a shard of broken glass. And they pan down to her hand, which she is doing. <laughs> Miss Maroney, this is the end of TGS. You need to show real emotion. Mm, real emotion? It's not really my thing. Maybe I had something to be sad about. Are you kidding? 
after tonight, you might not see any of us ever again. <laughs> Stop trying to cheer me up. I need to feel sad. Then I guess you'll have to figure out something that you'll miss about this place. But maybe it's not a thing so much as a person. Well, that's not going to be easy, Kenneth, considering I'm the only person who works here. <laughs> Why are you wearing that weird necklace? I always wear this. I want to be buried in it. Oh, wait, up. No. Sorry, this is, uh, <laughs> this is Pete. I always wear this. I want to be buried in it. So if anything ever happens to me and you can't find my body, but you can find this, don't overthink it. Just wear the necklace and move on. Okay, why are you wearing Jack's watch? Well, that's not part of this. Jack just gave it to me. He's been giving away stuff all day. I want you to have this uh, hair. Why is he acting so crazy? He's crying one minute, happy the next, giving all his stuff away. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the old kablooies. We've all been there. You think Jack is going to kill himself? No way. Jack has never quit anything in his life. He's giving stuff away, except his dream job yesterday. <laughs> Thing is, any fool can kill himself. You know what a real man does? Fakes his own death. But you got to be smart. Plan it slowly over <laughs> eight or nine years. And then when it's time to go time, no big withdrawals from your bank account. Instead, the day before it goes down, you deposit $70. Why would a guy planning to fake his debts deposit $70? He wouldn't. What the hell are you talking about? Oops, work. Sorry. Did y'all get my facts? Elizabeth. Sweet, funny Elizabeth. Your light always shone the brightest, baby. You're coming to the show tonight, right? I'll be watching. Not sure from where, but I'll be with you. In spirit. Weird. Come on, Dre, leave the dancers alone. What's going on? Why aren't you smiling bravely? While well, Tracy tells you your butt looks like two slippery hams. Where's Tracy? We have no idea, Liz. Yeah, I've been so distracted lately. Grizz, is, Grizz just found out his uncle left him a bed and breakfast outside Santa Fe. Gonna be a real fish out of water. What are you talking about? Wait, what is that? Does everyone see that? I know you know where Tracy is. Did he promise you some of the $30 million? Yes, yes he, he promised, promised me $20,000. Wait, what? Okay, that's it. Trey is exactly where you think he is, Liz. It's the closest thing he has to hiding out in a church. <sighs> it's 5 o'clock. Where the frack is our lunch? We can't break him, Liz. He's not human. Why are you doing this to us? Why? I'll tell you why. <laughs> because for seven years you've yelled at me and turned the lights out on me when I was in the bathroom and written on me while I was sleeping because I was Lutz. Dumb, old, uncool, part Inuit, bisexual, 51-year-old Lutz. Well, today, I am the picker. And I want you to feel what I felt for the last seven years. Anger and disappointment and regret. And when that sandwich slides out of you in a week, look at it. Because that is Lutz's revenge. Suri, for lunch today, I would like to pick Blimpies. Uh, no, Suri, uh. sushi from Nobu57, dessert from Make My Cake in Harlem. I'll be back, I hope. I don't remember this part at all. No. I don't even get your play here, Trey. You're in breach now. You stay here, you don't get the money. Oh, wait, they're in the strip club. Yes, and so, like, she gets on stage. Give it up for Liz Lemon, everybody, the least molested person here. I don't even get your play here, Trey. You're in breach now. You stay here, you don't get the money. If you think it's about the money, you're even dumber than I look. So you're just going to do all this for no reason? For the fun of ruining everyone's chance to say goodbye? I'm doing this because I don't want to say goodbye to everyone. Anybody who's ever left me in my life just left. My dad going to get a pack of smokes and never coming back. All those foster parents talking about adopting me and never did. I don't want tonight's show to happen because I don't know how to say goodbye, Liz Lemon. 
Now on stage, feast your eyes on the skank train. Oh, boy. Okay, look, Trey, it's not goodbye forever. I've enjoyed working with you, and I'm sure we'll get together. We'll do it again sometime. And we're all going to stay friends. Sorry, is that the white lady's way of saying I'm going out to get cigarettes? Because that goodbye was atrocious. Fine. Well, I guess there's a reason people don't say honest goodbyes. Because when stuff is coming to an end, people freak out and they act crazy. They pick fights. They pick blimpies. I don't know what Pete's doing. So you lie to them. But if you want a hardcore truth goodbye... Lay it on me. Okay. We were forced to be friends because of work. And we're probably not going to hang out after this, all right? You'll say you're going to invite me to your house and it's never going to happen. I'll see you on TV that it's your birthday and I'll forget to call. Tracy, you frustrated me and you wore me out. But because the human heart is not properly connected to the human brain, I love you and I'm going to miss you. But tonight might be it. Brutally honest. I like that. So you'll come to the show? I'll come back, LL. We're going to watch this first. (laughs) Ride the train, (laughs) ladies. Ride the train. Kenneth, what are you doing? Brian Williams needs a mirror on the floor of his bathroom. I guess you want that if you have a glass toilet. Jesus. But the show's over after tonight. Wait. I think this is something. But the show's over after tonight, so why do you care? But my mirror. (laughs) She finally found something to cry about. Oh, my God. It's all over. Am I crying? I have no way to see if I'm crying. Uh, This walks in and the spread of Nobu and... Everything else is there. Oh, thank God. Last lunch. No Lutz. No last Lutz. lunch. No, no Lutz. Lutz. Cupcake sandwich. So Liz does the amazing thing of cutting the cupcake, pulling it on top, making a cupcake sandwich, and they're all chanting, Cupcake sandwich. <laughs> right, cupcake sandwich. Cupcake <laughs> sandwich. Oh, before she left, she broke off the handle to the door. Lutz was in her office. <laughs> So he's locked in her office, and they're all, like, excited. And so she feels bad, and she goes to open the door. Yeah. And realizes Lutz has crawled out through the ceiling. Uh. (laughs) Um. Oh, God, cover the food! And then Lutz falls on the food, ruining it all. Blimpies. Sari, you heard the man. Blimpies. (laughs) I was thinking about what you said earlier, how people get sloppy when they fake their own deaths. You said that. The trick is to wait for the right moment. A day when it makes sense to have a drink or two. I don't know. Maybe a sad occasion when something's coming to an end. You let people see you with the glass in your hand. That way, after the crash, they'll be like, I did see him drinking. Oh, God, that idiot. What did he do? Yeah, that's what they'll say. No, no, no. Don't worry, Lemon. There is no cause for alarm. (coughs) You are watching my video suicide note. (gasps) Oh, my God. Try not to blame yourself. How were you to know that I was in such a dark place that the smallest thing, for example, a close friend's refusal to reconcile, would be the final straw? He killed himself because of me. This is like what happened with my, with my gynecologist all over again. I do have a parting gift for you, Lemon. His phone. I can track his phone. Go to YouTube and search Hamlet the Mini Pig Goes Downstairs. Hamlet the Mini... No, phone first. <laughs> I watched a pig video in the cab. One minute, one minute to air. Guys, to be honest, you are my nerds, and one of you is very funny. Goodbye forever. Goodbye, PDP. I will forget you. I sure hope so, Trey. I sure hope so. Tracy and Jenna, please set yourselves. They're getting their Hitler mustaches and swastika bands on. Tracy, I'm really going to... Sorry. Tracy, I'm really going to miss you. My baloney, in all honesty, I'm going out for the cigarettes now, and I'll be over in 15 minutes. Tracy and Jenny, please... Tracy and... (laughs) <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Trace, Tracy and Jenna, please set yourself for the Hitler sense. My good side for the camera. 
Take your places, please. Ah, it's happening. Jack, wait, there's so much to live for. Don't you want to know how Madman ends? Don goes to work for Peggy. Hello, Lemon. It looks like he's jumped he, over the br off the bridge. Yes, but he just jumped onto a boat. Yes. Which, like, he's been leading up to this all the time. He subscribes to big boats, yachts, all that shit. Hello, Lemon. What? I thought you were going to kill yourself. That was the idea. It was extreme but necessary. I didn't want to just be another person on your grudge list. Yeah, which reminds me, why am I still seeing new chop chefs with that bald salad ruiner? I had ten hours to force you to confront the soul-crushing horror of life without me. I didn't lie when I said I was going away. I'm off to discover what makes me happy. I have to find my bliss, which for once is not an acronym. For beautiful ladies in short shorts. How long will you be gone? As long as it takes to figure out what's next. Although I've only been on this boat a minute, I've already realized two things about myself. One, I could totally be a professional boat model. And two, I do know one thing that has made me happy these last seven years. Lemon, there's a word. One special word that's been tragically co-opted by romance industrial complex. And I would hate to use it here and have you think that I'm suggesting any kind of romantic sentiment, let alone an invitation to scale Bone Mountain. It's a word that comes to us by way of an old German luba from the Latin luber, meaning to be pleasing. <laughs> so I'm going to use this word to describe how I feel about you in a way that our Anglo-Saxon forefathers would have used it in reference to, say, a, a hot bowl of bear meat or your enemy's skull. I love you too, Jack. Thank you, America. That's our show. Not a lot of people watched it, but the joke's on you because we got paid anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, Jenna Maroney. The Irma Lerma Merman murder <laughs> turned the birds word lurder. The word in the purr of a twirler girl, she would the world were demure. The insurer's allure for valor were pure carry whirrer. One fervid whirl over her turgid error. Rural juror, rural juror. I will never forget you, rural juror. I'll always be glad I met you, rural juror. Wow. That was worth going through all 700 <laughs> episodes with you. This is just a start, Lemon. Imagine the insights months on this boat will yield. The next time you see me, I'll be a new man. Goodbye, Jack Donaghy. Good God, Lemon. I just figured it all out. I'm turning around. Clear dishwashers. What? Clear dishwashers so you can see what's going on inside. Oh, my God. Yes, do that. It's the best. It's the best idea I've ever had. Thank God I took this boat trip. I will never forget you, rural juror. I'll always be glad I met you, rural juror. Hi. Oh, she was crying, so I was supposed to be crying. It's okay. I will never forget you, rural juror. I'll always be glad I met you, rural juror. These were the best days of my flirm. Hey. A car yeah. screeches, get in the car, Pete. Bala? I mean, who's, who's Pete? I have amnesia. I, oh, damn it, I practice this. He opens, she opens up the side of the minivan to reveal children. <laughs> I'm just like, come on in. Hi, buddies. Um, so then we're, she's producing her new shoe. <laughs> Liz Lemon is producing her new show. Her new shoe. Her new shoe. Wait, you're Sam? <laughs> Don't even say it, he says to the dog. I want to thank the brilliant Kevin Grisham, the amazing John Stamos, the incomparable Judge Judy Scheinlin. Hey, what are you doing? They called my name. See you later, suckers. Meet me. Boing. <laughs> She'd be like, what? 
Hey, Lemon Ice, can I call you back? My dad finally came back from getting cigarettes. He hugs his dad and kisses my dad. Lemon, it's Jack. Don't forget Tracy's birthday. Good morning, Mr. Donaghy. I'm your new second assistant. Wait, you're Sam? She's hot. So now we're in the future. Kenneth is still the president of NBC because he is immortal. Yes. (laughs) And this young girl is pitching this show. So the whole show just takes place here at Rock 30 Rockefeller Plaza? Is that right, Miss Lemon? Yes, sir. It's based on stories my great-grandmother told me. I know. And I love it. Ah! And little space <laughs> machines fly. Cars <laughs> flying. Are they cars? I think they're like flying cars. They like fly past the window. What's the difference between a flying car and an airplane? Or a, a space machine? UFO? I think the fact that it's on like Earth and not in the stratosphere. It's in air. You're right. Space is all around us. Could you hear him <laughs> singing Roger? It was really impressive. <laughs> it really was. Was it? Yes. Mm. He really can sing sometimes. He had a little vibrato. He's quite talented. Mm, you know, sometimes we can make it happen. <laughs> uh, so what'd you think? Finale episode. A hundred gemstones. This was fucking perfect. It's everything I wanted. Everyone had a beautiful closing moment for the past, like really the final stretch of everyone completing their storylines in such a fulfilling way. Humorous, heartwarming, or just like dickishly and rude. If that's what their character would have done, it was just perfect. It was lovely. It's really hard to land the plane. There are very few finales that are great. Yeah. Where you're like, yes, that was awesome. Good job, everybody. In fact, most of them are reviled and they're horrible. I'm so bitter about Chuck. <laughs> Really? That ass, yeah. We spent that whole time doing like basic tropes and then you wanted to go for something that would get you Emmy nominated or some shit? Just give us a happy ending. Don't try to be like (laughs) subversive. So, uh, let's see. Jan Hooks made her final acting appearance ever as Jenna's mom, Verna, after a personal pitch from Tina Fey who had idolized Hooks since her since her successful stint as a regular on SNL and tried unsuccessfully to get Hooks to work on other projects with her. Hooks worked so rarely by choice in the last decade of her life, and that was the last time she accepted a live-acting role before she died. Mm -hmm. The woman from whom Jenna tries to steal a Tony Award during one year later, Coda, is Alice Ripley, who is the star of Broadway musicals including Les Mis, Sunset Boulevard, and Sideshow. A gut-wrencher. Sideshow? Yes. What's that one about? Uh, c- circus freaks. Oh, like yeah. she's a Siamese sis- Siamese sister. Uh, she's a conjoined twin. But <laughs> Ripley really won the Tony Award for Best Actress in a Musical in 2009 for Next to Normal. Additionally, Krakowski, who plays Jenna, won the Tony Award for Best Featured Actress in the Musical for Nine. Oh. Jack's old cookie jar from the collection can be seen on Kenneth's coffee table in the new office. Cute. And this episode was broadcast with Last Lunch as an hour-long series finale. I can't believe it. We made it through the whole thing. Isn't that crazy? We started this just like weary from the pandemic, trying to find joy, and decided, hey, 30 Rock does that. Let's do a podcast about it because no one ever finished. And we fucking finished it. (laughs) Very impressive. Hey, suck it, everyone else. (laughs) We did that shit. You boring trash monster. I think Chinslet was the final winner. Pieces of string cheese with a toothpick. Yeah. You fucking rotting pears. Well, next week, I think we'll do our finale finale and do yeah. the best of mm-hmm. our best quotes. Our best was like a rewatchables kind of yeah. yes. moment to put a pin in it all. And Look back on seven years it. of 30 Rock. Drink yeah. it in. Top mm-hmm. moments we'll remember. You want to be on top. 
<laughs> yeah, this episode is more like our goons deed in a weird world, and tomorrow or next week we'll get Hogcock, where we just like go ham on Ham's ham. gonna be up there. <laughs> ham, <laughs> rude. Ah, our favorite Queens of Jordan episodes. They were the two of them. <laughs> I couldn't have made that show. I know. Last opportunity. Mm-hmm. We can make it. We'll make the clear dishwasher. We'll make that <laughs> show. We'll steal some other things. Let's fucking go. How many gemstones for the finales? A hundred for me. I like a hundred. I feel like I earned it. I'll never watch it again, but maybe like 96. 97? <laughs> you know my rules. I know your rules. Yeah. <laughs> you force them on all of us. Chris, like, pointing at his cheekbones is probably my favorite moment of the whole Wait, episode. can you do it like you used to, just for old time's sake? And Julie with the perfect score. Oh. And the perfect score of 96. Hey. <laughs> we'll see you for one more time. Thanks for listening. You did it too, whoever's Yay. listening. Oh, we appreciate Thank you so much. Thank both of you so much. It's, you really are the best days of our flight. You're the best. Around, around. No, no one's gonna, gonna ever keep me down. You're the best. Around. You've made it this far. If you'd like to continue to support us, which we're super grateful for, you can join Patreon at jibjab flip flap dib dab nim Mm-hmm. or patreon.com slash takespod. <gasps> and you'll get access to bonus episodes, and you can follow us on our other podcast, Takes All Over the Place. This week we talked about a bunch of nonsense, Claim to Fame, American Gladiators, RuPaul's Drag Race, funny tweets of the week, you gotta listen to these two laugh. <laughs> um, and if you become a certain point, you can get accountability or take them with us. Nick will read your name out loud, and it will make your whole week. Nick, what are those names? Let's Who get to people? it. Oh my God, let's fucking go. Well... This is really the who's who of who's <laughs> awesome. We've got Dearest James, Awe-inspiring Audrey, Peerless Pam, Beneficent hey, Bernie, Awesome Abigail, Astonishing Alicia, Lovely Lars, Amazing Anne, Jocular Joel, Astounding Alina, Electric Elise, Luminous Lisa, Marvelous Mareka, Jovial Jenny, Jubilant Jenna, Magical Mandana, Sumptuous 76 Trombones, Magnificent Meredith, and Crazy Cool Cassandra. Thank you all so very much. Thank you for being a part of this journey. We really appreciate it. And for it. sponsoring this journey. For pennies a day, you have sustained us. We love you. We do love you. It's mm-hmm. an Anglo-Saxon word that <laughs> it's, you're describing a bear eating meat from a skull. See you later, rural juror. Bye, Constance Justice. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.